What's that? What did you just say? Did you say? All right. All right. (laughs) You're getting down with it, man. You're getting jiggy with it. I like it. Check you out. It's taking me a long time to get you here, but. I'm a work work in progress. You are, definitely. You're actually looking kind of good tonight, man. I'll, I'll, I'll take any compliment from you. Because yeah, normally, you normally like you shower and everything. No, normally, yeah, normally you're kind of hitting my self-esteem with. You don't look like the kind of guy who plays sports to me. Yeah. Yeah, lean in, lean in. You gotta lean in. Black Great, 1994. That song. What a great year that was for me. Well, the first half of the year was great. The second half wasn't so great. But a very important year, I think, in this country. Well, just in general, there was a lot of stuff going on that year. Yeah. You know, certainly in this country, Tony Blair, New Labour, the rise of New Labour, Tory government doomed. In sport, you had Alan Prost, uh, not Alan Prost, Ayrton Senna dying that weekend uh, in May in San Marino. There were two Formula One drivers that you lost their lives. You had OJ Simpson in the summer Ah. uh, during the US World Cup. There was a lot of stuff going on in 94. Yeah, a lot of things going on in 94. What was I doing in 1994? I suspect it involved making money. No, no. I would have been in the height of my military career then, dude. I would have been making the world safe for democracy in 1994. (laughs) I would have been two years out of West Point then. So, yes, I would have been in Germany. Uh, Whereabouts in Germany were you? Um, Frankfurt, just north of Frankfurt. And at uh, a little town called... Uh, Kirchgoins, which is near Gießen. So was, by uh, then, obviously, Germany had been unified. And, yeah, they were oh, unified. Oh, yeah, the wall was down. All that other stuff was, that was all done. So when I got there, Germany was, um, it was pretty chill. There was no wall, so there was no more of these folder gap rollouts at 2 in the morning with, the, you know, the alarm that the Russians were massing on the eastern front or eastern border or whatever um so yeah there was none of that so it was pretty much just a uh an extended three-year holiday with a little army duty thrown in there <laughs> no, it was what pretty year cool. did what year did you go into the army because i'm going to ask you another question in a minute well if you count West Point, I started West Point in 1986. I started my military career. Okay, so Gorbachev has just come to power. He's been in power for about a year. The Soviet Union is still a big thing. Were you guys, the Americans, were you confident if we'd have had that Third World War, if the Cold War had gone beyond the Cold War, that you could have taken the Soviets? Yeah, I think so. And I'm I tell not so you why. sure. I t- no, I tell you why. Because I, a, a few years, in fact, probably somewhere around 1994-95, um, we did a joint exercise with former uh, Soviet countries. Uh, countries. We were doing that partnership for peace thing, is what we were doing, um, and it had a. It was like 13. Oh, the PFP. The PFP. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was. Uh, there was like thirteen of us from you know the western block and then 13 countries from the former soviet block and we trained together and apart from sheer numbers like if they just did like they 
their doctrine was, which is just rollovers with pure numbers, um, they could have done it. But in terms of equipment, tactics, um, I got to play around with some of their stuff. It was like, I'm glad we got our stuff. <laughs> but yes, sure numbers, they would, they would have just rolled over the top of us, which is what their plan was anyway. I was listening to... Hey, we I'm got not... Ernie on. We got to give a shout out to Ernie. Ernie Boxel. He's on listening. And we got a song. If he sticks around, we got a song we got to play for him as well. In fact, we could play for it next because he. he is this one of your? This is one of your contacts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a storyteller that's uh, local to here, um, Kenilworth or somewhere like. Where's that. our other storyteller, the man who woos women with hats? Oh, I was under strict orders on Tuesday not to mention that, but he said we could talk about it on the Friday show. But Tuesday. <laughs> In the green room, he was like, you can't mention none of that. <laughs> so I don't know what's the difference between Tuesday and Friday for him, but uh, I wasn't allowed to talk about it on Tuesday's show. Well, Tuesday's a more serious show, isn't it? Yeah, but I couldn't mention the girl thing, mm. his setup. We can't talk about his playboyness. Yeah, uh, a pandemic playboy. Oh, I like it. Sounds like a movie. So, yeah, mm. so for Ernie... Uh, oh, and he's going to stick around. But we'll we'll play your song early, just in case you want to drop off and do some other stuff there, Ernie. We'll play your, your two, one from John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, <laughs> with Eric Clapton featuring as well. But anyway, yes, so we would have, I think we would have taken, take, taken him, actually, personally. And what was you doing in 1994? While I was making the world safe for a democracy, what was you doing? I was falling in love and having my heart broken, which is why the second half of 94 was terrible. I was also doing my best to run away from being a writer, and that was the year when I realized I couldn't fight it. It was a, it was a huge year for me personally. I can't tell you how. It was the biggest year of my life. It's, really? It's, yeah, 94. It's, you know, I can remember pretty much everything that I was doing in every month of 94. That's how vivid it is. I can remember wow. the songs for each month. I had the best job I ever had. In, well, in terms of how happy I felt in that job. And typically of me, it set in place a pattern that has followed me through my life. If there was a difficult decision to take, if there was something, an option to spoil whatever I was enjoying, I would take it. And by early 95, I walked out of the best job I ever had. And it was working at a picture library for a guy who'd been the official Rolling Stones photographer, a guy oh, nice. so big and with photographers so big working for that agency that they are all household names in that world of photography today. And they'll feature on shows with uh, Mark Maron and so on. I mean, I heard one of the photographers who's a, a counselor used to do back then and some of the stories he used to wasn't stories that he used to tell you. He gave you no choice whether you heard those stories or not. And he was quite a vulgar guy. And I was, I was a bit surprised to see him turn up on a um, Mark Maron podcast about a year ago. Uh, he was a bit of a character. But all these guys, I mean, it was just a really, for me, it was when a, he goes on podcasts and he says, I remember 1994, there was this guy. Oh, and, some and he talked about you. No, <laughs> but he was, it, he was, it's that stereotype brash american he was that guy and that guy he would walk in you know if you walk into a room and there's conversations going on there's a hierarchy of dialogue there you got to wait your turn this guy wouldn't wait his turn as soon as he was in it was all about him and you would have to hear what he had to say but um Sounds like somebody else i know 
Yes, <laughs> it was. I yeah, it was. It was a huge year for me. And then ninety four, ninety five was the reverse. Ninety five was consumed by nostalgia for the year that had just disappeared, the year that I just lost. And it took me about three years, I'd say, to get past ninety four. It was. It was yeah. that big a year for me. Sounds like it was a big year for Ernie as well. He was beginning his rehabilitating. No, he was real. What? Began oh. re rehabilitating, rehabilitating patients with low, low back, back pain. pain. Okay, gotcha. He was really rehabilitating. Mr. Slogan is slowing up my lips. You know, can I just say, uh, this is episode 18 of Trial You Want. That's uh, that's there for uh, podcast listeners. Um, when we talked about launching this show about three, four months ago, you never mentioned that you'd be drinking on the show to <laughs> well, me. I, I, you, you've obviously assumed I'm okay with you slurring as the show goes on every week. It was, um, it just happened, and then it became a, a part of the show. And restream tonight isn't syncing properly, so the way you're talking, I think your vocals are about half a second ahead of your mouth movement. And it reminds me of a 1980s edition of Top of the Pops with a har yeah. on it who were the worst mimers I've ever seen. Nice. Are you talking about the video bit? Just, uh, yeah, the video bit of Restream. You're, you're uh, out of sync. No. I'm out of sync. That's my story of my life, man. I'm out of sync. I never run with the crowds. Out of sync. Are we going to go to a tune? You're you going to play Ernie's song? We're, Evening, we're Ernie, by the way. By the way, lower back pain. What's that? Lum lumbago or lumbago? <laughs> Lombarda? Lombarda's a dance. I think it's Lumbago, isn't it? Low back Is it, pain? Uh, the Lombard? Lombard? Lumbar, yeah. But Lombard? it's Lumbago or Lumbar, Something or whatever. Like Tell us, Ernie, what is it? What's the lower back business? And how do you treat lower back? Because I'm getting old, man. My lower back. Do you so think Ernie... Ernie, Ernie was gonna, he was going to... Um, he's invited me to uh, park to do some Tai Chi with him. I'm going to go to the park and Tai Chi it up. This is something else that you're doing now, in addition to the many things that you already do. <laughs> you know what, Clay? I, I was thinking during the week, I'm going to set you your May challenge, and I've okay. already got it. What's that? May, you go a, an entire month without buying any gadgets. Oh, I dude. think that's I think that's going to test you more than the uh, 10K a day that you failed to complete. That would do. January. I can't buy it. It would be um, gadget I could probably do, but book I couldn't. If you said I couldn't buy a book. Yeah. All right. That's settled. Okay. Gadgets. Gadgets. Uh, wait a minute. Let me think what's coming up <laughs> before I agree to that. I can't buy no gadgets. Hey, it looks like we got uh, uh, Vincent on tonight as well. I seen he's just signed up for a Mixcloud account. Uh, he's a guy that, um, well, we would have been to West Point together. So the bit of one of my old army boys here. It looks like he just signed up for a count. Nice one. All right. Well, Vinny, say hi if you just did. Oh, there he is. Ah, <laughs> hey, bro. Good man. Good to see you here, or at least see your name popping up on the screen. It's feeling so, very masculine this evening. It's masculine. Yeah, I got my boys. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, are any of these guys going to sort of disappear in the next two or three weeks as they start dating off the back of making their name in our uh, mixed cloud chat? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they might do. But here we go. This is uh, this one's for Ernie. All your love, John Mayall. 
and the Blues Breakers with Eric Clapton. One thing about these old songs is they were very short, man. They didn't have hardly any time to do anything. <laughs> that was a good tune. Yeah, no, I was, I was digging that. I was liking it. It was grooving. See, now you need your whiskey or your beer. Chew, but it was the start of, it was a couple of days into 2011, I just stopped. It was relatively easy to stop, but that's the year I was doing a, a lot of stand-up, and I could have probably done with extending the drinking by a year, I think, for Dutch yeah. Courage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Vinny, he's got says, great, happy Friday. I'm off to get my dogs tested to be therapy dogs. That's interesting. Good luck, yes. Well, wish you luck, definitely. Uh, they were visit the vets in hospice and senior living. Nice. Good one. Okay, that sounds interesting. And uh, Ernie says, takes me back, that song. That's his era. That's bringing old Ernie back to his heydays. Now, I must take up some issues here with you, Ernie, there, about this idea that your dating days are over just because you're 71. Um, You've got to give us young bucks something to look forward to, that we can still be kicking around at 71 doing our thing. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think? Or are you out of the business? Or you're not in the business now, are you? Thank you. Here we go. What, 20, <laughs> 22 minutes into the show, he's, he's back on my uh, non-existent love life. And you know what? I don't miss it. I have to say, that's what bothers bothers me, Clay, is that I don't miss it. Because you don't miss it. Because you've become an urban monk. I think I have, yeah. yeah. I have, you know. And if I, you know, look back at my peak years, I've done more than many guys I know, so I can't really, I can't be too despondent about it. You know, it's, uh, you know, the the mind is is cleaner, it's purer. The mind is cleaner and pure. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you need to go, um, go wild. Maybe no, I need to come I, down no. to London and corrupt you. No, That's my I... mission for the tail end of 2021. I'm coming down there to corrupt you. I had the wild days, and you know what the wild days taught me? It, it was a wild decade. You know what it taught me? That I was more about the anticipation than the actual activity uh, itself. You know, I, I lived for the anticipation. The anticipation was so great that nothing could compete with the anticipation. That was a line in uh, Star Trek. Uh, Mr. Spock said, you might find that wanting is not half as good as having or something like that. Mm. Yeah, so once I you, like the, you like the thought of, not necessarily the doing. Uh, the doing, the doing was good. It was a nice way to spend the evening, and sometimes the doing meant something. Um, but all too often, it was really about the anticipation. And a friend once said to me, "I'll never forget," because he said it to me on a night that an ex-girlfriend had actually thrown me out of the flat. And I had nowhere to stay, and I was on the phone to him, and he said, your problem is you don't have any interests outside of the writing. You don't do drugs. I think at the time I was still a, a recreational drinker. I never had a drink issue. That's not why I stopped. But he said, your life, you've made your life so boring that you don't know how to enjoy yourself, so you go to the extreme. And I, do, I think it was a, a form of self-harm. I really do. You know? To stop drinking. No, I, I never had an issue with the drinking. I'm talking about, I wouldn't even say it was dating. I'm saying that side of things, it was a form of self-harm because um, 
I mean, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. You know, yeah. it, it was like living five or six different lives at, you know, one time. And that affects you. And eventually you just come to the point where you can't carry on. So, you know, there's nothing going on now, but I prefer this. We're going to the hook you up, man. Now we're going to hook you up. I can't be dealing with this. Now, Vinny says that uh, he's been running into a lot of successful men. Well, I can count you out there that gave yes. up drinking <laughs> <laughs> very close to, and he's very close to it, very close to giving up the occasional drink for greater focus and success. Something in the universe is bringing this message. So I'm taking it that in that second half of that, that Vinny, you're thinking of giving up the occasional drink now as well, are you? Now, now something that I don't do, I don't. But hey, Clay, Clay, can we yeah. just go back to something that you said a couple of shows ago? I think yeah, well, yeah. you said it a while ago, and it stayed with me. Uh, as as an American man in this country, you were quite struck by the obsession with drinking in this country. Oh, I mean, yeah. you were there. You've got your whatever it is, your drink. You're a Slow recreational gin. drinker, but that the, the obsession with drinking in this country was a big factor in why I wanted to go another way. I didn't want to buy into that. I, I, I really okay. don't like it. And so for me, it was a case of not being tribal. I don't like that preoccupation. Well, because you're, you are dude, Mr. Contrarian, aren't you? Whatever is the going thing, you like to do the opposite. And but I, don't I think, think discipline John... is good. I think discipline, I, I need discipline. And that's the kind yeah. of guy I am. I need discipline. You need some discipline. like But not, not military-like discipline. discipline. Not, not the military-like You like no, the, I just, S&M? I, to abstain from things, I well. think, is good for me. You know? and, and it's what, what your friend there says, uh, Vinny says, it's about focus. Ah, you, know? focus. I do, you know, particularly... Particularly if you're, you know, if you're struggling. I interviewed someone today who was a creator and who was lucky enough to be a creator in an earlier age and enjoy huge success. And they said it's never been as bad as it, as it is now. It's, it's a terrible situation for creators now. The pandemic has just, has just finished what was left, the little mm. that was left. It really has. Yeah, yeah, obviously, no, it's, it's been you know, brutal. Yeah, obviously you still got your corporate life that you can fall back on, but, you know. For the writers, it's a bad time. For the real, for the real deal. For the non-corporate writers. <laughs> for the for the ones who haven't sold their soul to the man. Yeah, so she's saying. <laughs> yes, he's not in bed with the man. I'm sleeping with the man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, you know, the man funds. I, I think you're with the plan. man. You're with the man, <laughs> but you're in separate beds. I think. No, no, is he's? I'm just, you know, whoring myself out. That's that's just plain and simple. You know, the man has its uses, which is to take the currency from them so I can fuel my creative stuff that I do without having to, uh, you know, worry about... Launcher coffee. Launchercoffee.com, crowdfunder. Not worrying about, you know, keeping the wolf from the door kind of thing. So, yeah, but I think, that, I think that's an important thing. So uh, don't take that as a criticism. I <laughs> think one of my big problems has been that I was... Being able to buy something with money made by the man, it didn't motivate me enough. I think, and I, th I see that as a weakness. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I, I I'm think losing you. It, you're losing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you cut out a, a few bit, but you're back now. Carry on. I'm back now. Yeah, I, I should have really set up that mini connector that BT sent me a few weeks ago, which I still haven't set up. What I'm saying is, um, I was never really able to be motivated at the thought of buying something. So I, I might get a job that was paying well, and I, I'd think, well, if I stick this out for so many weeks, 
I'll be able to buy this, this and that that I need. It wasn't enough for me to, to be stuck in an office seven, eight hours a day. I've never been able to deal with that level of boredom, that level of tedium. And, and that well, it just depends on the job, day. though, man. Oh, most of them. On... I, I, you know, most <laughs> it depends on what you're doing. I most offices There's... are awful. There are some, uh, you know, some jobs that are, you know, mind-numbingly boring, but there are some that are very interesting. And by the way, speaking of that, where we met, because uh, I think Ernie asked me earlier today how we met, because he was in the, I did a, I did a pre-show kind of thing without you as usual. <laughs> okay. But nice, nice, nice to hear this on air. <laughs> we did a, a little pre-show thing in the Facebook rooms. Ernie came in, and he was asking how we met. Um, and I'm saying that to say that I'm actually might be doing some more work with that same organization. Oh, yeah. man. God. Well, it happened that some... You better play it tune soon, by the way, because I can hear my tap is, uh, has turned <laughs> itself on again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, someone else that I know in the network, um, I just was speaking to them randomly, and they mentioned that they were going to be doing whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, I've done that. So um, he's going to sort of squeeze me in. Uh, into the project if it goes off as well. So, yeah, man, it might be back. To, and this is when I can come down and corrupt you as well. So we're going to go to a tune, but this tune is, uh, is, uh, is uh, um, a send-off to DMX, who died today. I'm sure you might have caught that on the news or on Twitter. At some point, at some point on this show, we're going to come to one of my songs uh, tonight. Just uh... yeah, but yeah, we will do. We've got uh, we've got one of yours coming up. But you, I keep telling you. No, I know what you're going to say. I, I've checked my list before the show. There is nothing in that playlist that has been played before. Yes, there is. There if is I had a... A, there's Red Hot Chili Peppers. All if you go from the no, bottom it's... of that list up. I'm going to check now. Check that list. Do you want me to? That list is just dead. You need to get some more. I, how much time it. do you think I've got to go listen, off and listen to songs? So when kick the tragedy we played last week. We didn't play Brand hey, Key. Hang on. But we kick, did kick. listen. We played Slow Dive last week. We played Rap that's in a different. That's in a different. That's in a different playlist, Clay. You, you keep going to the wrong one. Not no. Yet Played is, is our that's, playlist. That's the one I'm on. This is what I'm reading from Not Yet Played. Wrapped Around right. Your Finger we played. Cruel Summer we played. Is Love Cruel is Summer still for, on there? Yes. Where the is Cruel Summer? Love is Where? Go, all, go to the bottom of that list of Not Yet Played. Try all you okay, want. Yeah. Yeah, did you play Cruel Summer? Yeah, we played Cruel Summer. We played right. The Power of Love. No, I'm no, not, you, didn't play, you didn't play The Power of Love because you, you said we on that. We played it, on, but we... I skipped through it because it was boring, ah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, but we've ridiculous. got so tonight we'll have ninety-three till infinity. That's coming on. That's right? a good song. You know what song would be good tonight? I'm Brand not playing e. no Brandy, John Frusciante. I'm not really playing any song. Johnny Cash. You can forget that one. We got the Smash Smash and Pumpkins is going to be on here. Um, so yeah, John Frusciante. Where is he at? He's. Uh, oh, I see him down here. Brandy, yeah, really yeah. good tune. Really I'll, put good him in. I'll put him in. Slow dive, slow dive's being removed. I'm doing this live. You, this is well, good. This, this is good uh, because you should have done this before. See, this is what yeah. I'm working with, folks. You know, he talks about you know my drinking, and I've got to put up with this dude now while we're live on air. Now going to the playlist to do some stuff. Uh, but anyway, I'm finding out whilst live on air that you, that you did something without me again today. This guy, he's got no respect for the partnership. This guy. Yeah, uh, um, Vinny's—he's got to go. He's got to go take care of the dog and take them out to 
become therapy dogs. Hatman's just joined us <laughs> saying, hey. And now you messed up my little eulogy thing to DMX, okay? So okay. he died today, back. right? Step back. we got to pay out of the respects to DMX. Died at age 50. Always makes you think when someone in the same age bracket, you know, goes and goes goes off. and But also Prince Philip as well, didn't he? He died today as well. Mm. Yeah, but you're not a big royal fan. But I don't have a song for him. But maybe I'll, this will go out for both of them. For I did actually. And... I did actually on, on the subject of deaths. I actually the person that I interviewed today for my other show. In researching the interview, I found out that the entrepreneur who headed her company in the seventies died in December, and I mentioned that to her, thinking that she would know, but she didn't know. So Ooh, okay. that was a bit of a difficult moment. All right, so this is X gonna no, give no it to you. No impact whatsoever. No impact whatsoever. No, no, no. <laughs> DMX. <laughs> Here you go. All right, that's for DMX who died today. X gonna give it to you. And yeah, so sad one out. But, you know, these things happen, I guess. And one of these days, hopefully, if, you know, if you outlive me, you better play a song for me when I go as well. You know, you should be still doing this show and you better come on and you say, yeah, here's our send off tune for Clay. <laughs> you know, I, I value this this duo thing we got going on. I'd finish the show if you weren't here. I know if it was the other way around, this show would still go on. I know if I ask for the night off one week, I know this show still still go on. It you, will. You, 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 you're, you're ruthless. Ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Hatman says, all good. Just a glass of red wine here. Are you on the whiskey? I'm on the, uh, I'm on the slow gin. I got to re since I started the show, I didn't drink all my whiskey. I got to get back to the shop and replenish the, the whiskey, all my son's whiskey's gone, my whiskey's gone, so I'm on the slow gin tonight. Uh, but yeah, the red wine, I don't do, I, I'm not a red wine drinker, never really dug on the whole wine. I can just about cope with white wine, but red wine, yuck. Well, every now and then, when I pretend I'm a vampire and it's blood I'm drinking, then I can drink the red yeah, wine. I never, I never really enjoyed wine. I tried to get into red wine. Mm. Because it's quite yeah. sophisticated red wine supposed to be, but it just just doesn't do anything for me. Can't can't deal with it. Mm. No good, man. No good. No good. No One good. of the drinks I got into in my last couple of years of drinking was Bailey's. But is that a seen as a feminine drink? It's kind of a, f a feminine one, but I like Bailey's. I like a good Bailey's. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a nice one. You know, we Pour want something some cheese. Uh, brandy, brandy was my my love. I, I do miss brandy. I miss that. That heat that you feel in your chest. Oh, the brandy. You know, I don't understand people who. Yeah, I don't understand people who dilute their spirits. I like, really don't. What, what, like well, coke with, or with coke. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand yeah. that. Now I'm not. I don't dig out uh, on that as either. I'm not. You know. Well, some. Well, see, I am a certified mixologist amongst my other things that I do. <laughs> so I do like mixing up a drink for others mainly, but not so much for myself. But some of them. Are good. Like I like. A, I've got a few summer drinks that I like making, uh, but in terms of my whiskey, that's just straight. Never mix it up with Coke or anything like that. Um, the rum sometimes I'll do rum and Coke, but mostly I'll just drink it. Most it just makes the drinks really sweet. And when you think the process that those spirits have gone through, and that's what people are doing. I'm getting back yeah. into the beer making 
game as well. Okay. That doesn't count as a gadget, does it? No, that's not a gadget. No, it doesn't. Low it just tech. Ca- yeah, it just counts as something that takes you away. It's something else that you're doing that you probably don't need to do. Well, I used to brew beer before I came here, and I left all my brew-making kit back in the States, but now I'm going to... But was it decent? Oh, yes. We used to... uh loved making the beer. We, and I had a couple of friends that were into it, too, so we used to always have our sort of brewing parties. So at any one time, someone would be starting a new batch, gave us an excuse to all get together and finish off whatever bottles that we had from the previous batch so we had enough bottles to bottle the stuff up. But I'll make one. I'll make a try-all-you-want brew. And we'll get a label, proper label on it, and we can maybe sell it as merch on our merch <laughs> shop. <laughs> to have a, are we going to get a merchandise, merch, merchandise shop? Are we going to sell some? Uh, I think we probably might need a few more uh, <clears throat> listeners, I suspect. Well, I mean, if we get some merch, they might come. We could. Um, is, is Hatman going to launch some hat-related merch for his show? Uh, he should do, shouldn't he? Seeing that he's a hat man, he should make a hat. Now, Ernie just said something. I don't know what this means. What does that mean? Do you know Avictic or Eric? Do you know what that is? Is this a drink? No. Uh, maybe it, it looks like it might be a drink. It's following on from those um, uh, comments from Hat Man. Tia Marie and Bailey's is fab. Yeah, they're all right. But no, I don't know. I'm going to have to look those up. There's Advic. Uh, Akavictic, Eric. I said, look those up. I don't know where they are. Never had it. Uh, what's he saying? What we got? Uh, oh, they are drinks. Okay, cool. I'll look those up and see if uh, and see if I can maybe have one. Or better yet, Ernie, just bring some when we do some Tai Chi. We can. Um, so <laughs> Ernie, uh, uh, Ernie is a neighbor, is he? No, no. He, he lives in, as I say, he lives in Kenilworth. Or somewhere that way. Not far. I mean, we'd meet in Limington and do our tai, tai Chi in the park. But yeah, no, he's, but he's local to me. He's not down in London with you. I don't think that Ernie should allow you to do the Tai Chi unless there's a long-term commitment from you. If this is just, if, if this is <laughs> just don't something... Don't forget it, man. It's just yeah. something. If this, if this is just something you, you're doing one day to say, yeah, I've done that. You know, It's like <laughs> I remember when I was doing stand-up and I, I prepped for about six months to do it you know to do the stand-up and then one day we spoke and yeah i did a stand-up gig last night you're a stand-up now you know you've just been working as a you're working for the man as a consultant on big bucks now you're a (laughs) stand-up you just decided one morning you were going to do a gig that night and you did it i did yes it was fun though this guy is everywhere (laughs) everywhere i told you i just uh, you know i have a very curious mind i like to figure out how a thing how to do a thing once i figure it out then i'm done with it i'm bored with it, you, you, know? you don't need to be figuring out everything if there's no commitment <laughs> step back so listen I, no there's i want to go try out tai chi in fact i used to do tai chi like yonks ago maybe 2003 ish of course um, i started it and it was in a, it was at a gym in limington spa but i think at the time, I was heavily, heavily on the road a lot, so I didn't get to go often. So then I ended up not going at all. But it's Tai Chi, the bass, playing the bass will be um, probably similar. But if I get to have some of this uh, Danish and Middle, East, Middle Eastern drink, that might be an incentive for me to, you know, go practice. I want, I want to talk directly to Ernie uh, for the next 10 seconds. Ernie, 
obviously, I, I suspect that the Tai Chi is something you're very passionate about. Don't let this joker come along just for a day because that, that's showing Tai Chi a lack of respect. He's got enough stuff going on. Have a look behind him how much stuff he's got in his room. He doesn't need to do the Tai Chi. Find yourself someone who's going to show the Tai Chi the respect, give it the time and the long-term commitment. This guy's just going around ticking boxes. Yeah, I've done this, I've done how that. Would, how would it. you know if you like it if you don't give it a shot? You don't have to try everything. You Step gotta, back. This, man, don't, this man's not, you know, Ernie's not launching. Well, at the moment, he's not launching a show on a Friday night on, you know, on Mixed Cloud Live, is he? No, Ernie's got his thing. Tai Chi, <laughs> you've got your thing, or, or be it a hundred things. Just, yeah. well. you, you don't. You don't have to dabble. You're the dabbler. <laughs> ah, there we go. Got Let's it. go to a tune. Let's, Let's go, go to, to a, tune. a tune. We gotta have a tune, man. So yes, we'll go to a tune. We'll go to one of your tunes now. Um, you got to get better at getting that. In fact, I think you should scrap that whole list. That, that playlist is staying. We'll get all the songs. I wish I could delete the songs off it because I would delete everything. I office. bet you would. I bet you would. So I think that you have to put fresh stuff on there every week. I don't want to have to go through and try to remember what we played. And I don't want to be looking and say, okay, there's like eight Miles Davis tracks. Come on. One you, you artist. Expect me, you expect me to find the time to, to embrace new music? Yes. Or just good music. Don't have to be new. Just music that moves your soul, man. I never knew this guy was like this before I did the show. I've known him a long time, but now I really know him. This is the I music really that moves the soul. That's all that counts, man. That's what this is all about. Music that makes you, you know, move and wiggle and think. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Smashing Pumpkins. Good tune, by the way, this one. Disarm. That's a good tune. All right. All right. All right. All right. There we go. Smashing Pumpkins. Do you know where I first heard that song? Did you used to watch The Shield? No. Oh, the fifth series of The Shield. They used to, they made a habit each new series of having a big guest star. It was a bit of a throwback to the 70s when you'd get uh, film stars appearing in TV shows. The fourth year they had Glenn Close, who was brilliant. But the fifth year, this guy, one of the greatest performances I've ever seen on television, Forrest Whitaker came on and he was... Um, at loggerheads with the the lead actor in that show who who played this corrupt cop, and the culmination of that series they played this arm, and I thought, what is that? I knew it was the Smashing Pumpkins because yeah. he's got a very distinctive voice, but it's just a brilliant song. Yeah, no, brilliant it's a pretty song. pretty cool jam. I dig it. I like it. So you you do sometimes have, um, you know, can pick a good song every now and then, but. That's a kind of a rare occasion sometimes, I think, for you. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore that remark. Uh-oh. Uh, What's going on here? Hatman's sending me secret messages now. Oh, oh. Ah, he's got, uh, do I know who? Now, I don't know if this is meant to be a secret message because he's asking me about something that if I said what I was going to say, the that would blow the secret message. Now, how am I supposed to, am I supposed to just answer this on the WhatsApp there, Hatman? No, I don't know who they are. Should I know who they are? Now I have to send you to our super private chat there, because maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Daniel knows, which I doubt he does, because he doesn't know anybody, does he? That well, is keep, true. You keep 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 going, and I'll type this in. 
Okay, so I, hang on a sec. I thought that it was only on the Tuesday show you had to uh, respect Hatman's other life that has um, evolved into something else on the back of his uh, calendar, uh, 2021 calendar. He's become very popular now. And um, Yeah, no, no. You, you're well, saying, we, hang on, you're, you're sending that chat to me. Well, I just sent that to you because that's what he yeah. sent to me, which I didn't oh, want to no. do because what? it's in the thing. Why am I going to know who that person is? I don't is? know. He, that's what he sent me on the yeah. secret back channel. He says, do you know who this is? And I was like, no, maybe you know. You know, when I listen to the hat man on a Saturday, I get the impression he lives a, a very simple life. He's taking us oh, away from the stress like every day. You. No, but, but, but what's this hat man alter ego now on the date dating front? That, well, his life's going a bit crazy. He's, he's, like a, he's like a monk during the week day and he seems to be like you know clark kent superman thing coming on a weekend where he then goes and does the whole sort of playboy thing um yeah so but so he's not quite as monkish as you are i don't think but he there was there was no lean in there he's he's not quite as yeah he's not quite <laughs> as monkish as you are no not like you but yes ernie ernie is going to be doing a um a podcast. Oh, he's got. He says absolutely no dates. He's saying that like his dating stuff is caught up with him, and he's worn out, or he's been caught, or something. I had one of Hatman's neighbors join in on the um, in the Facebook room as well. So you know, so get, did you, do you mean to keep talking about something you didn't involve me in? Is this where we're going? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you Just weren't involved check. in that one either. So. But one of his neighbors hopped on in. I can't remember her name now, but Hatman might remember her name, who she was. But yeah, but you know, you you're always so stressed out, and that's true. Dealing with all sorts of stuff that I don't want to stress you out some more by saying you have to come and talk to total strangers because I literally open the room up, and then people kind of pop in. Not everybody's strangers. I know some of the people. But so ev everybody pops in except the co-host. Yeah, Every, everybody <laughs> except the co-host. I feel right now. I feel less bad about how many times I've bothered you the last couple of days to sort out my Zoom issues. I'm I've been shielding you, man. I was shielding you from, you know, all the paparazzi and all of, you know, fans that are wanting to be drooling all over you. And this is NYPD. And... This is NYPD Blue. I'm Caruso. I'm gone after a year. You're Dennis <laughs> France. You're there till the end involved with absolutely everything. And years from now, people will say, oh, that Clay, he was the star of that show. It was his show, really. People say, but don't you remember that Spanish guy in the first year? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Why did he leave? Well, he kept being left out of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how it goes. Sometimes. Yeah, I, well, I'm starting to know. <laughs> you know how it is. So what have you been up to this week anyway? What have you been up to? I don't think I asked you. Um, no, not oh, much. Jane Just, was her name. Jane was her name. What, what, what are we talking about? Who is this Hatman related? Yeah, that was Hatman. So Anon is Jane. No, 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 no. Jane is the one who popped into the chat. Today? In the, at a oh, Facebook in, group. Okay. His neighbor, yes. The Anon, I don't know, but, you know, I don't know. Quite, fire. Hat man, <laughs> call me the friar. <laughs> yeah, the friar. Yeah. Yes, now, sorry. You, what have you been up to this week? What have you, I'm not, you You ask me the same every week. What am I, I going to be up to? I'm a recluse. It's a pandemic. The two don't go well. It's, you might have got a, listen, you might have got a wild hair up your ass. 
and decided that she wanted to go out and do some stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what I did this evening. I've been sitting on an anecdote. Well, it's more of a a witty remark. I've been sitting on it all week since an email from a neighbor about five days ago. And this evening, after um, chatting with you, bothering you again about Zoom, I went for a run. On my way back from a run, I ran into the neighbor. I think she did her best to try and pretend that she wasn't she hadn't seen me i made sure though that she did see me and i spoke to her and i used that that remark that i've been sitting on for five days and i executed it in a manner that suggested it was a spontaneous remark and she found it very funny but it was also a pointed remark at at my end were you trying to make the moves on her no i mean she's about 30 years older than me that's okay uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with that Anyway, I, 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 I made the remark and I left and thinking uh, I left and I was of the impression that she thought, well, that was a witty remark. He's quite witty, that guy. She didn't know that I'd been sitting on that remark for five days. You've been uh, you're like George Costanza. Yeah. You own that. You own that. Yeah. And you just, by the time the moment comes to deliver it, you deliver it. You're ready to go. Did you have some, st- did, have we talked about the thing? that you were going to talk about on the show. You said, oh, I'll save it for the show. Oh, Ernie said six minutes to go, man. Have a great week. Six minutes to go before you go. So he's going to stick around for another six minutes. And he's got I to think go. what Ernie's doing is he's bringing the, the uh, Tai Chi forward. I think he's realized that having you along for the Tai Chi is not a good idea. I think he's oh, seen through you. Thing. No, tai Chi and we're going to have some Dutch and afterwards we don't have to do the dutch and middle eastern drink before tai chi we can do it afterwards after we have done our tai chi got our energy back centered and then put on our western western gig gig persona and then we can that's that's the the drink that's the drink taking effect of clay lamont low there (laughs) no but you know that's how i can see this thing progressing i was into town today and i told you that didn't i went into town I uh, I haven't been, you know, I've I've been you, over the you know the course of the lockdown, just in here in my little um, den, my swamp, as the kids used to call it when they were younger. And uh, but today I thought, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm done with this whole pandemic thing. I'm finished. It's over for me. And um, so I'm going out. Are you not worried by the whole AstraZeneca stuff? No, no, that it causes blood clots. Yeah, so wouldn't it have caused it already if it was going to cause it? I suppose. I mean, the numbers are very small, aren't they? Yeah, but I got to get my second jab in uh, June. Now, how come everybody that I've seen that gets the second jab of that one seems to have their worst effect after the second jab? Is it a higher dosage or something? I don't know. I have heard that. I personally had a bad night on the first jab. My my night on the first jab was actually worse than my experience with the virus when I had it. Really? But I, I dealt with it just with a couple of Nurofen. But I have heard stories about the second jab. Yeah, everyone that I've known that has it, that I know personally, they were like, oh, they were really wiped out by the second one. The if I survive one- this into next year and the next round of jabs come up, there's no way I'm having the AstraZeneca again. Just no. because the stories, I mean, it's a very tiny, tiny number. And, you know, as they say, we've got more chance of being hit by a car. Um, but still, these stories are a bit 
Yeah, but the, the, the thing that has to make you uncomfortable is how they keep revising it. Because if you wind yeah. the clock back a few months ago, there was like, there's no basis to it at all. There's no connection. Then it came slight. Then it became, oh, we're not going to give it to any one under 30. So, you know, as that, that then starts to sow some seeds of doubt in your head as you think well, also right. psychologically the constant refer references to those under 30 so it's, it's creating that division and it's reminding those of us over 30 that you know there's a there's a slight disregard there that our needs are different because we're slowly we're, we're in a slow decline yeah, you know? yeah. it just well, emphasizes well, are, you might as well own up to it we're middle-aged on the bottom we're on the downhill side of the slope so yeah <laughs> so just, there's no getting away from that hey your books look like they're going to fall down up there on that shelf man yeah you know what i'm trying to do clay um let me show you something this is a this is some um, insulation stuff from from the floors here that uh was surplus when i had the floors done about four or five years ago it is a it, it's a it's a green, but it's an olive shade of green. And I'm wondering right. if I was to put these behind me, whether it would be an effective green screen, and I could have a backdrop that disguises the state of the shelves behind me. Uh, would that work? Do you uh, think? If you can match the color on your on on whatever program you're going to use. I, I didn't know. I, I thought I'd just be able to set a backdrop on Zoom. Well, you can, but you have to match that color, otherwise it. It won't pick it up. Why is, why is the internet so <laughs> difficult? Yeah, so you could use it in theory. Um, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Yeah, well, that you know why? Why, why, why some of those? Yeah, you know why? Because I'm starting to sell a lot of stuff, so I'm going into the shelves and pulling stuff out, going to the post office, weighing uh, more stuff. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. I've got to try and finance the purchase of uh, Adobe Audition. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to have a Adobe Audition. Um, party. All right, now here's a song that I don't know where I came across this song, but it seemed all right. But you probably won't like it, but that's okay. It's it's the Seven Nation Army, but it's it's a uh, being sung by a cat named Ben Le Uncle Soul. Have you heard of him? No, Man. I didn't think that you liked covers. No, it's not. I don't have anything with covers. If they do a good job with it, if they do a bad job with it, then I don't like it. Um, but this sounded okay, so we're gonna let's let's take it for a spin here. See what you think. All right, what do you think? No, not nope. having that at all. What was what was missing for you? Um, I just didn't like it. It sounded like a really bad sort of Jamiroquai type karaoke version of a decent song yeah i mean i i love the song song as so in you, you the did original. You, you, you didn't play one of my songs to play that rubbish that's no, what you mean I, to tell I, me i got some more of your so well i got a couple more of your well one more of your songs yeah up. let's not play too many songs oh, let's, no, wait not, a let's, let's not forget who's editing this at the weekend yes yeah, no that's right yeah <laughs> So we're playing a lot of songs tonight. That's a concern. I'm starting to see how my uh, weekend's going to pan out. I do know the identity of Anon now, but oh, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay. And it serves you right for not including me on that whatever whatever you did <laughs> Twitter thing this afternoon. Okay, 
I got you. you know, but hat, hat Man can rest assured it's uh, not one of his um, Hat Man 2021 groupies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Well, shout out to Anon then. Good to see you, hear you, fire and all of that. <laughs> Hopefully at this point they're thinking, well, to be honest, I think it's Daniel really keeping this show afloat. The other guy's got a huge ego. Clearly. <laughs> Please, no. Please, no. That's not how this thing goes. Not at all, man. So, okay, so you don't do anything during the week. Do you do mm. things on the weekend besides play with your toys? <laughs> do you mean, if you mean Star Wars football, um, mm. I'll be reading a lot this weekend. I've got books everywhere that I'm... What are you reading? What are you, what are you reading? What's well, I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading a Victorian fantasy mystery, which isn't quite my cup of tea, but um, I'm also having to research for interviews for the football show and that's i don't really speed read i, I i'm quite thorough there with the All researching right. so that's not that's enjoyable. a lot of tabs you got on that book yeah yeah and let me show you how many tabs i've had in other books that i pull out because i recycle the tabs oh he recycles the tabs check him out <laughs> Ooh. oh dude you're insane man yeah that's what happens when you live alone, Clay. No one can pull you back. <laughs> You're insane. You've gone over the edge. Dude. Yeah, you know, I, I don't speak to anyone more than I speak to you or my aunt. You are the two people in my life. And, 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 and the disregard with which you treat me, and I think this guy doesn't really deserve the status he has in my life now. <laughs> hey, dude, I don't hang out with that many people either these days. You know? yeah, yeah. You're my Friday staple, man. I come, yeah. apart from my 2 a.m. calls that I get from you every now and then, and you know, being your IT tech support guy. And, I did say you know. to you before the show, though, that fair play to you. You're a good teacher because all the tech stuff you've been teaching me the last few months, all the notes I've been making, that information does, does settle in. in. Yeah, it's, I can do this now. I'm looking at you. I can play around with my fader. Yeah. Bring it up, you know. <laughs> that wouldn't have happened without the clay. Well, you know, the clay man coming in. There we go, man. It's all good. It's all damn good. So it. now that you're heading out, now that you're relaxing the pandemic restraints that you've been under for the last year, what yeah. are you going to be up to over the weekend? Are you continuing this whole thing about going out and meeting people? Um, this weekend, no. So this weekend is um, is is the weekend, the quiet before the storm, before I go all out because everything – officially opens back up on monday doesn't it so i'm back to the gym first thing monday morning uh i'm going into uh office complex one of the days next week uh, and i'll be hitting more trails a little further afield than home and then as soon as they lift the camping restriction then i'll be off camping on the weekends as they're coming up so i need to get out of doors and be outside uh, but out to further field than what i've been going i'm still not that interested in being indoors with lots of people like i'm not oh here's a question i had i was asking Hang on, myself. You, you you go camping on your own no with, with ruth okay well, i do go camping on my own as well but in this particular instance I've never been camping. There's two things I probably would have liked. I would have liked to have tried. I wouldn't consider them a bucket list thing: camping and being on a sleeper train. Okay, yeah, and I I do solo camping or camp with the wife or a whole you know bunch of people that kind of thing. So, 
Proper and campsites, or do you just you're walking through the woods? Do you thinking, oh, I'm going to pick uh, up here? Both. When I go on my own, so when I go with Ruth, we gotta we gotta go where there's a there has to be a toilet around. Okay. If I go on my own, then I can just go wild camping. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So, but yeah, so and, and like it, like all my other gadgets. Of course, I have about six or seven tents for. <laughs> oh, I've got like single tent for just me, like a like real tiny, about the size of this Coke can, for if I got to hike in for days and then sleep. Um, then I got two man, four man. Uh, six man, eight man, I think tent. So I have the tent for for, for you and seven other men. Well, for you know, if we're having a big party, or sometimes what we like we've been doing is getting the whole different parts of the, the family together, and we meet and we go camping, you know, once or twice a year uh, together as a big group of. That's the nomads. kind of stuff I couldn't have done. I, I think that's why I never really enjoyed dating, and I think it's why marriage would have been a problem for me. I don't really like doing stuff, and the activity side of things, having to keep things fresh and interesting and coming up with ideas. Even when I was a teenager thinking, okay, so my friends are dating. I'm not really making any inroads on the dating scene. Why not? Well, one, I'm sharing a bed with my dad, so that's going to be difficult to explain. So he wasn't naked. He wasn't naked, Dan. No, no. In, in the summer, we'd both be in, you know, in boxes, but, oh. it was, you know, it was a long two years, let's just say, and I think that affected me with women. But also, I just found it very it didn't really appeal to me having to come up with things to do, you know, and going to the cinema with someone and, you know, not really being the kind of guy that likes doing that kind of thing and always making sure that I never dated women who like going to music festivals because I can't think of anything worse, you know, and what? then they might, and then they might want to climb on your shoulders and you've got to have them on your shoulders for a 90 minute gig. What's that all about? So now, now the podcast a new uh, person on our, our feed there says eight-person tents are ideal for festivals, and you just dissed festivals. They yeah, are ideal yeah. for festivals. You know, it's not the way it. to see a band. Acoustically, that's not the way to listen to your favorite band. Yeah, but it's a crap. Listen, it's about gathering together with no, other it's music not. lovers, no, man, no. and being in. Oh, dude, you, you no. gotta love it. Don't, don't buy it. Don't buy into that. <laughs> uh, the podcast. I think I've listened to that show before. Actually, the podcast. It's a. It's a really good show. But right. I'm not. I'm not. Um, not buying the whole music festival thing. I've lost my thread now. What were we talking about just before we went into the? Oh, that's it. You know, um, just on. Going off on a slight tangent from the camping, have you seen those guys, the climbers, who have those hammocks that they oh, yeah, that's hammer insane. into? Oh, that's insane. That, that is. is an incredible invention. And they just lie in there in that hammock tens of thousands of feet in well, the that's air. That's an insane bit because what yeah. if you rolled over in the night? When you're sleeping, you might roll over. You might wake up and start sleep climbing. Who knows what you might but they But they, so, they look so comfortable up there. They just... Yeah. They, it's... I said, hammocks are comfortable things to sleep in. I just don't know about sleeping on the side of a rock two, three thousand, four thousand feet <clears throat> up in the. You've gone so, silent there. Yeah, I know, because I was giving it. You don't want me to cough. No, no, but I think you were muting, so it's kind of throwing me. It looks like a hay fever type allergy. Or maybe your 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 ego is causing some problems inside your chest. <laughs> no, no, I got it. I've got no. It's just something's gone in there. 
and it's not an ice cube. I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, it does. That's insane. Have you ever rock climbed? You rock climbed? No, no. I bet you have. Of course, man. Of course. I got all the gear as well. So if you ever want to go rock climbing, we could do that. We gotta, we gotta get you out to live a little. We gotta take tell, you tell me, tell me something that you don't do. I'll do that. You know, uh, just I, I need to do something with someone who loves what they're doing. You, you're doing too much. We're, we're... But I, lo- I love rock climbing. Rock climbing. So if you ever, you know how people like to do meditation and stuff because you meditate and breathe. If you want to jumpstart your meditative journey, go rock climbing because it forces you to be in the present moment and thinking about nothing but you and the rock. You become one with the rock as you go. It's a fantastic um, sport or pursuit. Uh, one, you're out in nature. Two, the focus that you get with your mind and the peace of it all. It's pretty uh, a fantastic experience. You should give it a R- shot. That reminds me that yesterday I was listening to a brilliant um, debate between a theologian and an atheist, and the atheist was saying there is no God, and if you're saying God created the universe, then he is going, now he's pouring drinks. I'm trying to come <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm trying, where am I? Am I in a bar here? This, right. <laughs> So let me see if I can remember this. So the atheist says to the theologian, there is no way there is a God in this universe. Uh, God did not create the universe because it makes no sense because there are more rocks than there there are humans. So if there is a God who created us because he wants to be worshipped, he actually went about it the wrong way because he created far more rocks than there are humans. It makes no sense. I could probably put that across sense. better had you not been pouring a drink. <laughs> How does that even make any sense? Rocks aren't alive. Well, depends who you speak to. Some people think, uh, you know, that, aren't they saying now that plants are sentient beings? Well, plants are at least alive, aren't they? I don't know if they're sentient or not, but they listen to music and stuff like that, apparently, or they respond to music and you know, when they talk about reincarnation, I hope we don't come back as things like plants or fish or trees. Nah. What do you want to come back as? Uh, a successful version of me, I think. You oh, know. dear. Yeah, someone whose television can pick up the terrestrial channels as well. <laughs> you know. Now, listen, I was in town, right, in town, and the one thought that I had looking around is that people have learned – to live without these shops for a year, basically. Mm. So when they all open back up on Monday, what would be your incentive for wanting to go back? Because you've learned to get those things that you would have got from those shops probably online mostly or or done without them. So what's the incentive to go back I don't, to that? I don't, think, I don't think for me there is an incentive. To be honest, yeah. I think you make a good point, and and I've just got used to now shopping for the essentials. I don't think there, I don't think I will be going anywhere. Mm. Yeah, cause, I mean, I was just thinking, well, why would I, why would I go into this place? I haven't gone into it for a year. I mean, I used to go to it, but now I don't, and I've not needed to go to it for a year. But so why would you return? So I'm just wondering what that's going to look like on come Monday. I mean, I'm going back to the gym, so I get that bit. So I will be. Um, Are you going to feel yeah. safe in a gym with all those machines and all that sweat? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'm going to do the 6 a.m. bit and go early before everybody gets there. And... Yeah, everybody's probably having the same idea. 
Yeah, possibly, but not many people like getting up at six in the morning. They might so. be thinking, let's get there before the sweaty American, you know. <laughs> so I'm good, but I saw I'm that guy. I saw that guy doing Tai Chi in the park yesterday. So maybe it's, <laughs> it's giving the gym a break today. That's it. I'm going for the heavy weights, man. I haven't lifted heavy weights in in a year, so I would have thought you had the heavy weights there in your in your house. Nah, I've got sandbags and kettlebells and stuff like that. But the sandbags you know, for in case of flooding. For lifting, man. Oh. For, you get a good workout with the sandbags. It's a good workout sandbagging. All right, so um, I guess this is about time to play one of your tunes, isn't it? Um, 93 Tilt Infinity, or do you want to go with Brand E? Uh, let's go with 93 Tilt Infinity because it's been in the playlist for a very long time. Okay, well, like I say... If you clear that playlist out... I'm, I'm clearing it as we're the, talking. I'm good. clearing it as we're talking. And only put the tunes you want me to play for that week in there, and then we're good. All right, oh, go. now, now hang on, hang on. Now you've... you've <laughs> that's a significant move in of the goalpost there. I'm just deleting Pat Benatar. I don't think you're going to play her. I played that. We played Okay, that I'm removing one. it. I like that I'm removing tune, it. yeah. Because yeah. we talked about the movie that it was in as well. I think I was. Uh, I think that was. I think that was the show that I wasn't involved in. <laughs> Here we go. Ninety-three till infinity. I like it, man. Very good. Have you ever heard till the infinity. Um, Souls of Mischief? Nice. Have, have you ever what? heard the Freddie Gibbs version? No, I haven't. I that is a very smutty song. Yeah, I just put. I just yeah. put it in um, the mixed cloud chat. It's a brilliant performance. His um, his breath control, as I say in the chat, is just incredible. But the song is—I don't know how he got away with it. It's nice, you know. I'll have to check good. it out, man. I shall check it out. So, what are you doing post all this pandemic opening up thing? When you can actually go out, or are you just going to stay hunkered down until it's I'm going to stay hunkered down. Uh, well, it's never going to be eradicated, is it? Um, like I say, I think we'll be getting jabbed every year. I'm just hoping next year I'll have a better jab. And okay. so I, don't, gonna... I don't see how we come out of this easily. I don't see how we get back to normality. For example, with businesses opening next week, there's nothing more I'd like to do than return to you know, my old cafe 20 years of going there, and suddenly I haven't been there for a year. But I'm thinking, you know, how comfortable am I going to be there? Because also it's the Portuguese community. They're all smokers. Everyone's going to be sat outside. I don't want to be passive smoking, you know, just for the sake of trying to support these guys. Yeah. They're not going to care about me. Now, I noticed when I was walking around Limington as well that there's new new shops that have opened up during the pandemic. I'm noticing that in London as well, yeah. Yeah, well, so how, how does that happen? How does that work? Or I've seen they... a few bars opening. Yeah, well, I've seen a new, whole totally new restaurant. I never heard of Dodo's Pizza before, but that's opened up. And a couple of... Uh, Real big coffee place opened up, and not that Limington needs another coffee house. They got so many, but another one's opened up. And I'm thinking, what was? How are these people opening up restaurants and things like that in the pandemic when ones that have been established were struggling? But hey, there you go. Works for some folks, I guess. And where's my script at? Did I get my script yet for the cartoon that we're making? Another animation? Where's my script? Oh, this is this is the thing you were talking about on the first show, way yeah. back on the first show. I've got, a couple, of, I've got a couple of writing things to um, to to look at in the next few days. I'm really trying show to... Show 18 now. So I've yeah. been asking about it since show one. 
you did something really good on Instagram the other day. Um, some of your artwork, uh, some of your artwork, I was really impressed. But it was like, again, how much is this guy doing? Is that You're the, too... the collage poem one? I think it was it was three different pictures. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, um, but again, I'm just thinking this guy just needs to pick a couple of things. He's he's he's, he's doing everything. What is wrong with this guy? Well, I am going to the couple of things. That's what that was about. So I'm limiting myself now to my art stuff and this podcast and audio radio thing. you've got the tai chi now as well haven't you yeah well that's just me going to go try out tai chi yeah you had a bass guitar lesson yeah you know, exactly. some time just ago trying that out you're doing a bit of camping do some scuba diving yeah you do rock climbing rock climbing scuba diving mountain climbing mountain mm. biking you know, you've got how many? You've got how many shows now on the Wisdom Experience? And I'm assuming you're at the helm in all of them. Well, I'm at the. I got my solo gig, then I got two that I'm co-hosting with some folks, and um, you know, yeah. But that's all audio. It's all interrelated, man. It all works together to feed to keep me keep my. Keep my soul alive, man. <laughs> I'm hoping I live long enough to be on the BBC Four documentary about the uh, the Clay Low, uh, the Clay Low era, and all your co-hosts will be talking heads <laughs> on this show, and they'll come to me, and I'll say, "Yeah, he did. He did have an ego. That was his great failing. He had to be everywhere. He 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 couldn't let the others shine. But <laughs> you know, we worked at it. I tried to be." Um, I tried to be a, a good, faithful audio partner, and then I found out that he was doing all these offshoots, Facebook Live <laughs> stuff, and not even letting me know. Would you have come if I had, had said we're doing that, that's not the that, That's not the point. Huh? Would you that's have... not the point. I was busy, <laughs> but it's nice to be asked. <laughs> Would you have come if I said, hey, we're doing a pre-show in the Facebook uh, Facebook. I'll tell you what, for, for a guy who makes that... You, you've you do make make it work that balance between being a creator and you know giving a, a chunk of yourself to the man and it, you're successful at it, but you still you still have a very flexible lifestyle. You know the man is not stopping you from constantly creating more stuff. No, because I'm not an employee. Remember, mm. that's the difference, isn't it? And you're going to go all the way back to that place where we first met 11 years ago. Oh, yeah. You're going to turn the clock back and go there. <laughs> you know, they're based somewhere else now. I think they're yeah, based yeah. in a – they've moved three times now. Have they moved since the last time near yeah, the yeah. museum? Were they yeah. by the, uh, and do you know – do you remember the first building? It was known locally as the Coffin because it was notorious for sick building syndrome. Right. And I was so ill that first winter there. That, that right. building, the heating system there was just atrocious – and so yeah, many people yeah. were going down that first winter. But the I last you, place that I went to, they were near the Modern Art Museum. Was that right? Yeah, they, they've yeah. moved again. They moved again. Damn. Yeah. Ah, well, that's crazy. They can't find a home or they just keep running out of leases? So there, there, are still, there, are, there are still people there from our time there, our original time there. Uh, is there? No, I'm asking you you're because asking yeah, me. because you're going back there, so it's obviously a contact there that's still there. Is no, but this contact was not related to it, and when so they mentioned it because they didn't know that I was there, and then I was like, oh yeah, of course I did all this, blah 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 blah, and so they was like, oh, and so I hooked them up with some material, and 
I might go and assist <coughs> insist him in uh, rolling out whatever bit he's doing. Did, did I ever tell you, I think you were there when she was there. There was a woman that came there, a young woman, a fast streamer, typically privileged, gone to all the right schools, comes in at a high level, younger than pretty much everyone else, but, you know, one of the senior managers. And she lives in the next road to me. She settled down with a guy who also worked there at that place. They've had a kid. They have a dog. I see them in my local park. When I see her when I'm running, she doesn't recognize me, but I recognize her. But the thing is, I can't for the life of me remember her name. And not that I want to remember her name, but I think it's my mind is protecting me from remembering her name because I didn't like her. And I still don't like her. And every time I see her, I just I'm relieved when I run past and I still haven't remembered her name. And I've been seeing her for a couple of years now, it's literally just a minute away from me now. And, and she's probably gone, man, I hope he doesn't remember me. I hope he doesn't yeah, remember me. Every time yeah, I hope she... he doesn't. I hope he doesn't remember <laughs> that time I had to discipline him and, you know, suspend him. It's like, I hope he doesn't remember me. Yeah. So, it just yeah, goes so, to show, though, that all successful people, ultimately, they might have the odd flirtation, the odd relationship that takes them out of the the sphere that they grow up in, that they live in, that bubble that they live in. But ultimately, they tend to settle down with one of their own, someone from a similarly privileged background. It's all about the breeding, I think. Is, it, is that what it is? Is the breeding? I what think it? so, but it's yeah. right. it's, it's, But that's like uh, it's physics, isn't it? Like attracts like? You know, it's actually... Back in the day, it was thought with a whole breeding thing that marrying someone of lower blood would actually improve the breeding long term. But what does that mean, lower blood? Uh, you know, working class. But that's not lower blood. It's the same blood. Not in those days. It was seen as, you know, lower, lower blood. blood. Uh, <laughs> so mixing with the working class. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So what do you got coming out creative-wise? When are we getting your next book? When's that coming out? I don't know. I can't look. I'm just bogged down in the football show at the minute. I've targeted 12 interviews. I've done seven. I've got about 15 hours of audio to edit. Well, I should get an intern to do it and you just do the editing so you can get yeah. to writing your book. <laughs> intern. I feel like an intern. Everything's free. You know? Yeah. Well, so the books, man. We need the books. We need the books. We need the books. Because you've got. What's the name of your work? Me Too or something like that. What is it? Me, me, me. Yeah, me, me, me. Yeah, me, that was a disaster. Me. That was a Why disaster. Was it? Well, it, was a disaster. it was a disaster. It just didn't do well. I don't. I think it's very difficult to make an ebook successful unless you've got a body of work in that. Me, me, me. That sounds yeah. like a book I would write. Me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you trying talk to be about ironic me. then. <laughs> you, talk, you talk about me and you wrote a book called Me, 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 Me. Hmm. I don't have any books called me, 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 me. So what's that about, huh? When's your novel coming out? But you don't like writing novels, do you? Like no, I do. Plays I, well, I know. I, I like writing um, nonfiction. I wish I could write fiction, but I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a fiction guy. I'm always, I've always been a bit too lazy for fiction, even though I read a lot. I do sometimes, you know, when a writer's spending a couple of paragraphs describing the sky uh, that particular day and comparing it to something, I do find that a lot of, it's a lot of guff, really, and I just want to get yeah. to the story. That's why I, I'm, you know, mainly a script writer. Okay, see, I'm, you know? I'm a stripped down, I'm a minimalist kind of writer. Like it's, I'm like you, when someone takes too long to describe some stuff, it's like, ugh. So mm. I, I, I do tend to like... Um, like 
Yeah, man. Yes, it's got to be stuff that's you know like Hemingway-ish, where it's you know it's where they're not making big, long, gigantic, you know, three pages to describe a scene because I just want to get on with the story. So yeah, 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 I find that even though, as I say, I, I'm, I'll get through these books, but you're thinking, man, you know, and that what? So they've described the sky. Now they're going to describe this piece of furniture. Just give me the story. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. Uh, the only magic left is art, as in writing or art or the creative world is the only magic that's left. But it's not it's not valued, though. It's not valued by the average person. Everyone expects it's everything true. for free. Yeah, I get that. So what's the secret? How do we break this down? I don't think we I don't think we can. I think it's gone too far. We've said this in the last few weeks, and I, it's not to say let's not talk about it again. I find it interesting. I, you know, I, I I think we have our generation, as I've said, were complicit in this. Mm-hmm. We got into bed with the internet, and now we're we're trapped in that we need to keep generating content, but that content is not really paid for, and no one can appreciate that we have. I'm I'm really talking about myself here. I mean, I'm sure your bills are covered, but no one appreciates that you you still have bills to pay. Yeah. You know, your social media, you lose followers if you if you're actually just promoting your work. For me, there's no other reason to be on social media. I don't want to be on social media. I was actually I've been thinking about this more and more what I'd like to do with my life in terms of when we come out of this, the things like Zoom have just added to this time we spend online. I want to remove all that from my life as soon as I can. You know, you I go, go out. You should go to a. You should rent a cabin in the woods and disappear for and be a proper monk, man. Get you a cabin in the woods, disappear for five years, take a ton of books with you, and then just a normal old typewriter. Don't don't bring a computer and just disappear for. Five years in the woods. I do travel a lot without my phone. And uh, one thing I've been talking about with the latest woman to take on the mantle of counsellor, I think I've got a few sessions left with her, is the impact of the, this world, this online world on my life. And, uh, you know, it's cost me my serenity. Wait till we get to, um, what was that, Ready Player One? Have you watched that movie? No. Oh, that's where life was going, man. Ready Player One basically... They live inside the computer, so it's like virtual reality on crack. And but most people spend their time plugged in because the virtual world is more exciting than the real world. Um, and you remember Battlestar Galactica? Did you ever watch the um, prequel to that, Caprica? I think so. Yeah, because that showed how what brought about the Battlestar, and they had a virtual reality game that people used to go in and spend all their time in but if you died inside the game of course you died in real life because of the shock to the um, to the body but the life was more excited inside the inside of that machine complex but then that's what part of the virus came that corrupted everything else came out of that but i could see us going to that space i don't know if you spent any time in any virtual reality platforms and but as those things get more perfected i could see us get into that space yeah i don't know if you've been like into second life and places like that no i've never i think i have a rough idea what second life is i've never liked video games and that's why i think i've always had a problem with that kind of stuff i just always found it really boring which i'm grateful for really Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to spend more time 
involved in this world than I already spend. <laughs> I just don't uh, enjoy it. I, it yeah. makes me unhappy. I don't think this is a way for us to live. Yeah. And yet it allows us to do this kind of stuff. But the day in, day out stuff, sitting in front of a screen, having your inbox hit by all manner of stuff. Also, and I don't know why my spam isn't picking it up. I'm getting emails from some reverend who promises he can add three and a half inches to my manhood, which is very specific. Three inches would have been fine, let's just say. Why does he think you need that half an inch? But also, why is it a priority well, in a pandemic? He's been checking you out in the shower because he's probably got cameras all over the place. Probably. No, he, yeah. he knows you need exactly three inches. Yeah, I bet you didn't get based on what you've said the last few weeks. I bet you haven't had that email. No, I haven't had that one. But listen, so you got to be like me, which is why if you want me, you got to get me on Messenger because I don't mess around with email. I spend as little time on email as I can. Yeah, I've, no, I've noticed. But, but for me, that's a disappointment. We need to stage an intervention. We need to get you back to your generation. You you behave no, like a millennial. You can't be messing around with that. And then... But why do you need everything? Why do you need everything now? Why can you not wait? Why? What the the statelier pace of the email? Because the email, because it makes you what does exactly what you say. It ties up your time. Whereas it, it doesn't. It's there waiting for you. You can look at it when you want. The the instant messaging is there. It's annoying. But the emails, people write too much stuff. Like the novel we were just talking about. People want to take up your time with paragraphs of things. Whereas all I need is a couple of words. If you can't tell me what you need to say in the subject line of your email, that's as far as I get is a subject line. So whenever you do email me again, say what you want to say in the subject line and then I'll see it because I don't open the body of the thing. So there's a, you know, yeah, that's just how that goes. And, and yeah, so and then everything's mobile for me. So I like... No, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why sometimes I'm asking you the same question because you're sending me all the information on WhatsApp and I lose track (laughs) of it. Whereas if it was in an email, I can label it and then I can stick it in a Word document. Life doesn't need to be this quick. It just needs to be quick and disposable. Why do you need to be tagging and putting stuff somewhere? (laughs) You know, digest it and move on, man. Come on. You're a millennial. In, yeah. trapped inside a middle-aged man's <laughs> body you are you are a millennial all right we need another let's song let's go to a tune yeah let's go we to a tune. tune what do we got what do we got where's the oh man we're over time so we, yeah, don't, we, we are over one. time let's, let's finish on a high note with that john Frusciante track is it any good though it's different it won't be what you expect and i right, think we, we ought to be the kind we'll, of show to do that we'll play it another time then oh, <laughs> we'll, i'll roll it over into next week's show let me let me hear. Let me see what it sounds like first. I'll tell you. Come on, no, look at that! No, no, no. Look at that! Look at play that! You can't step away from that now. You got no, me going. No, Come no, on. no. Oh, that's just outrageous. Just play it. Yeah, yeah. I can't be dealing with that. Oh, this is no. this, that's a classic <laughs> example of the ego. That is. That'll be. That'll be. We'll put it in next week's show. You can leave that in that playlist. This. We'll put it. Yeah, <laughs> you probably don't like these guys, even though they're one of your kind of cats over here. What rubbish are you playing now? Uh, are you? Do you like Blur? Are you into Blur? No, no. Okay, you can't go from a song that no, I wanted okay. to play in Blur. We don't have to do Blur. We got about um, Admiral Freebie. You know him? No, I don't know him. Mediterranean Sea. 
I don't know. We got Aloe Black. I need a dollar. Oh, play I what you want, man. Dollar, dollar, dollar. <laughs> I just don't want to go over things slow. Like, you want to play something slow. So, no emails, nothing with synths, nothing that's slightly slower. Yeah, come on, man. Shit. It's Friday night. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. We're going to go out with some. Nah, you, you probably can't handle that. Right. This is just more editing for me tomorrow. This yeah, probably. All right. So last song, we'll this, come back. This, we'll come this, back in a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back too. in a minute and talk about the uh, small listening figures again yeah. tonight. That's it. I got it. Hey man, <laughs> could have been worse. Afro man, let's all get drunk tonight because it's Friday night. Ah, see, you want to go out on a high note. I don't want to be going, unless I was going to go to sleep, then I would have played the other tune because then I would have been nice and relaxed and chill. But I'm not ready to go to sleep yet, man. Nice to be the show controller. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like being on this side. This is good. All right, man. So let's say our goodbyes to the good people out there. And those of you who are listening, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's trialyouwant underscore. Do you want to give out the other links? And the other Mr. links, Lowe? Facebook Wisdom Cafe is a good place to come out and chat. Or you can hit us up at Facebook slash trialyouwant as well there. Although we don't post much there, mostly Twitter. Twitter's the place to really catch up with us. Um, that's the place to be. Or Facebook Cafe, because then you can come to the lives that the co-host doesn't come to. All right. <laughs> it's an invited to. Yeah, you can come there, you can hang out in the cafe uh, and sort of chill out with me as I was getting the show ready for today. That's what it was like, a pre-show, and I had people come in while I was working on picking the tunes for today's show. I'm glad Hatman has acknowledged that I'm the backbone of this show <laughs> where is that at i don't see that it's in the chat in the chat i don't see nothing about no backbone yeah, i think that you don't see anything that okay, got, you. To you. <laughs> got you who are you daniel you're the backbone of the show oh come on give me a break stop it you know and, and you expect me to reveal the identity of a non when you have kept me out of the loop with today's <laughs> facebook live yeah absolutely I need to know who this Anon is. Can't be having the randoms in the place that I don't know about, Jack. <laughs> it's all about the control. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so this is great. So the podcast version will come out in the next day or two. Because I, yeah. I tried to do what I did last time to record, but something with the audio wasn't working, so I've got to do it the old-fashioned way and record it straight so that won't happen until tomorrow so I'll get it to you tomorrow so the podcast can come out sometime before the end of the weekend or monday or something like that um then you also get the playlist for this and the radio version of this um as it was so you got both options for you all the options because we're all about options for people you can listen straight to the music you can listen to us rabbit on about stuff or you can Listen to both of it. Have a break in your your ears. (laughs) Cool, man. All right. This is good stuff. I had a good time tonight. Thanks for hanging out with me. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. You know what? uh, uh, What are we going to do here? Am I just as soon as we're we're 
finishing this show. Shall I just disconnect and we just leave it at that, you and me, until next week, until another Zoom issue, you know, surfaces, or we're going to make some small talk after the show. Let's give our listeners some idea of what happens in the minutes after this show ends every week. We have a little powwow after the show. Once we go dark on the web, then we have a little bit of a powwow. A debrief? Yeah, a little debrief. But I'm not debriefing. I'm not taking your briefs off. <laughs> because you're too far away. You said it. You know you can't set me up like that. I, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> there won't be no debriefing here. Um, so we'll have a little chin wag <laughs> after the show. A little powwow um, in the green room. Or do they call it the green room? Yeah, the green room. We'll be there. Anyway, so once we get the numbers up, when we hit 100. Is that going to happen, though? This is yeah, eight shows now. We're back down to 40. Yeah, right. The words are starting to get out there. Look, we have more or less different listeners this week than we had. We had Anon. We had the podcast. We had Vinny. We had Ernie. So some different names are starting to show up. So we're spreading. And so when we get to 100, we'll start doing the pre-show. We can come and hang out and have drinks with us in the pre-show. And then the after-show will be behind the patron wall to which we can do extra content, but only for paid subscribers in the after-show. Good luck with that. (laughs) In the after-show. I like it.